Hey everybody, welcome back to episode number four. We're calling this one Forgiveness and Thoughts. And you are? Sarah. And I am? Justin. (laughs) That's us. We're the Christ-centered couple, and you're listening to Forgive Everyone for Everything, Every Day, Right Away. So we've gotten into the practice of starting off our podcast with the forgiveness prayer. And this one, I'm going to shake it up a little bit. So it's going to be just a little bit different because if you listen to last week's episode about um, asking other people for forgiveness, um, then this one will have a little bit of that in it. So here we go. Holy Spirit, is there someone that we have not forgiven? Help us to remember that now. Last week, last night, this morning, could be your spouse or a relative, a coworker, or maybe someone that pulled out in front of you in traffic. Holy Spirit, will you just show us their face? Remind us their name. And as the Holy Spirit brings that person to your mind, speak out loud if you can and tell them exactly what you forgive them for. Be very specific. And if you know that you have offended someone else, if you know you've offended your husband or your wife, your friend, your coworker, you know you've offended them, go ahead and ask him for forgiveness. So would you forgive me for this, for I didn't speak to you the way I should have spoken to you yesterday, or I didn't do what I said I was going to do. Reconcile with them. And as you've forgiven them, you are forgiven. And as you have released them, you are released. And we place the cross of Jesus between you and them. Darkness, you've lost authority to torture us with that, to remind us of that. And just reconcile your heart to that person now. In Jesus' name. And we bless each person that we've forgiven. We bless them to walk into their destiny. To walk into their purpose of being on this earth to know who you have created them to be as the sons and daughters and that they glorify you with the life that they live. And also, what has God forgiven you for? So take some time to thank him for that now. In Jesus' name, amen. So today we're going to chat about thoughts and shoulds. S-H-O-U-L-D-S's, shoulds. (laughs) So first uh, or second, Corinthians 10.5 says, take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Um, And what does that mean? What does that mean? Justin, what does that mean to you? Our thoughts can often get out in front of us and they can be evil, Um, but... Your thoughts don't become evil unless you speak them or do them and become sins unless you speak them or do them. Uh, But we all think terrible things. Uh, Oftentimes I'll talk to my mother and she'll say, even at, you know, mid-70s, that, you know, it doesn't change. You still always think evil thoughts about things, people, places, whatever the situation is. It's whether or not you act on them or say something about it. And the tongue is a very powerful thing and a very mm-hmm. evil thing that we all have and possess. And 
it's one, been one of my weaknesses uh, throughout Christianity. As I've grown and grown, it's gotten better. Um, but I've always had a a knack for making a sly comment or something that I find humorous that may not be so for other people. And I've, I've gotten better at this. And uh, either way, the thoughts are what drive these things. And if you take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, it means put Jesus on your shoulder. Yeah. Put him on your shoulder. And when you're, when you're about to say something or do something, make sure it will be filtered through him. Use your Jesus filter for all of your thoughts. I like that. Jesus filter. Before you do anything. Yeah. And that's the same tattoo that I have on my shoulder. Colossians 3.23, do all things as if it's for the Lord mm-hmm. and not for, G- not for men. So do what you do in your life as if Jesus is watching, as if it's for him. Because he is watching. Because he is watching. <laughs> we, why do we forget that? It's like we think we can get away with stuff. No, we, you can't. Isn't that crazy? You'll reap what you sow. That's mm-hmm. also in the Bible. That's a very common phrase. I forget the actual verse, what it is. We can find that up and look it up. And I will once Sarah uh, starts talking. But you do reap what you sow. If you're constantly sinning or you've got some sins that are going on in your life and you're just kind of letting them go and, you know, God may not trip you up right away, but he's going to trip you up. It's going to catch up It's going to catch up with you. Um, But either way, that's what it means to take your thoughts um, captive to the obedience of Christ. Every thought you have, Jesus, talk to Jesus about it. Yeah, like you said, the thought itself. So don't feel bad. Don't think you're a horrible person because you have the thoughts. We all do. The thoughts come in. It's what we do with them. Yeah. And you might be thinking to yourself, why do we have evil thoughts? It's because we're here in the flesh. We have these fleshly bodies. Mm -hmm. They're made of flesh. They touch the earth. They touch the sun. They touch the sky. And the prince of the powers of the air, everything that's out there, is run by Satan, and he has the ability to influence influence us through our flesh, and then our in, and then get into our brains and our thoughts. It's a crazy thought, but it's true. And I I can remember when I was studying horsemanship. Um, this was the first time that this concept was introduced to me, and the and the my mentor said, "Your thoughts can become your words. Your words." become your actions, your actions become your character. So watch your thoughts. Because it does. If you let it if you let it get out of control, it trickles down and then it just that's yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Um oh I wanted to share my other favorite verse. Um Romans twelve two do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. And it is, it's, it's, a, it's an awareness thing. It's a skill. It's, it's taking that time um, to really be aware of what you're thinking, to stop and take a moment and be like, okay, what's actually going on in my brain? Um, but the one thing that I wanted to um, get into first, what what do we mean uh, by shoulds? Because I said we were going to talk about shoulds and our thoughts. So what do, what do I mean by that? Shoulds. 
Um, and the reason I wanted to talk about that is because, you know, what goes on in our minds about that one main cause of suffering is when other people don't do what we think they should do. Uh, and the truth is, we don't know what's best for someone else. We don't know what someone else should or should not do in any given situation. But if you're anything like me, <laughs> we sure feel like we do know better. I know I do. I fall into that trap all the time. I'm pretty sure I know <laughs> how someone should stop doing that or they should get their life together and do this or they should stop spending their money that way or they should maybe uh you know not go there or they should you know they should text me back uh you know all the things but truth be told it's it's a control thing i want to control them all the people if they would just do what i say then i would feel better right and i think i know better than they do how they should be living their own lives and I think they should be sober. I think they should be saving money. I think they should be getting a job or going to church or be in counseling, all the things. And sometimes I even like to inform them that that's what I think they should be doing, <laughs> which, by the way, never goes over very well. And the truth is, I'm the only person that I have control over, me. If I can't control what anyone else does or says, and I'm the only thing that I can control, then I have to control my thinking. I have to control my thoughts about all the people and all the things. And I have to do it on purpose. I have to be aware. I have to practice it. First, I have to recognize that I'm shooting them. <laughs> you should be doing this. You should be doing that. And sometimes I even do that to myself. And then I have to let go of those shoulds. Maybe I need to go through the steps and forgive all the things. But after that, I need to change my thinking. I need to get away from they should be doing X, Y, Z to maybe more something like they're exactly where God wants them to be right now. Or maybe, you know what? I love them no matter what. Whatever that opposite thought looks like for you, drop the should, forgive, and love. Test that out. Because how do we feel and act when we have all of those shoulds versus how do we feel and act when we drop them? And drop them and love, just love the humans. What thoughts do we need to adopt to feel compassion instead of frustration and resentment or anger or sadness that oftentimes are the result of those shoulds? And that, oh, that brings me to Genesis 4-7. We're going to bust out with some Old Testament here. Genesis 4-7 says, if you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door and it desires to have you, but you must rule over it. So this is talking about when Cain killed his brother Abel. Cain obeyed his emotions 
and killed his brother. The jealousy, the envy, the hatred, the offense, the defense. Jesus came so we could learn a new way. Our fight is not with one another. We must fight for the other humans who either don't know who they are or have forgotten who they are. Or we just shouldn't be shooting them. <laughs> I guess that, uh-oh, that's a should. Is that like a double negative? <laughs> shouldn't be shooting. We've got to forgive. So we're fighting the other person when we need to fight against those thoughts in our minds about them. We have to learn to manage our minds. We have to practice that awareness. We have to practice learning to recognize whose voice is in our head. We have to practice that forgiveness. If that voice, if those thoughts are not loving, it's not from God. So things like, he's a jerk. Oh, she's a bad mom. Or I'm such an idiot. Or I'm so ugly. I'm not lovable. They don't deserve my forgiveness. Take that talk to God. What does he have to say about it? What does he have to say about the event? What does he have to say about the other person? What does he have to say about you? And, oh, yes. Did you want to mention you pulled up that verse? Oh, yeah. The reap what you sow verse. Yeah. A lot of people use that term in regular everyday life. You reap what you sow. It's Mm -hmm. because it's very true. But it also is God's word. Yes. And it comes from Galatians 6, 7 to 9. Chapter 6, verses 7 through 9. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Nice. Yeah, and that goes right along with with that story of of Cain and Abel. And that reminds me, I came across a quote on social media this week, and it said, Real growth is when you start checking and correcting yourself. Instead of blaming others, you take your power back by being responsible for your life. (laughs) I love that one. And so that reminded me, it made me think of uh, an example that I had this week that I wanted to share that that happened to me where I had to stop and check myself and correct myself and do what I've learned and do what I'm trying to teach here. Because, you know, I mess up, I still mess up all the time. And so what happened was my son came in the room and he had he had been in his room talking with his sister and cousin and all of a sudden he comes in the room and he's like mom do you remember that time that you made me go get my hair cut and get a mohawk and they put purple dye in my hair i didn't want that and he's coming in and he's reminding me of this and this literally happened more than 5 years ago and he's still thinking about it and it still bugs him and he still felt like he needed to come in and tell me about it And so me being human, my first reaction was to defend myself. 
it was to be all like, well, I, I didn't mean it that way, or um, it was not that big of a deal. You know, I tried to make light of it. I tried to, you know, prove that I hadn't done anything wrong and that it was no big deal and that he shouldn't be upset about it anymore and all of those kinds of things. And literally like mid-sentence, I caught myself and I remembered, <laughs> you know, what I had been talking about on the podcast last week. And I caught myself mid-sentence and I went, you know what, buddy? You're right. I said, I'm the one that wanted you to get the mohawk and have the cool color in your hair. And that was selfish of me. Will you please forgive me? And of course he did. And that that sets people free when we can do that. When we can just take ownership and take responsibility and ask for forgiveness instead of getting defensive. And so I hope that was a good little example of just something that happened here in our house last week. You know, you know, we go to church on Sunday, you know, at least I do. And, you know, a lot of times I walk out of there feeling really good. And then during the week, you know, we can often forget who we are. And when we forget, then we stop acting like the son or daughter of God that we are. You know, how, how are we talking to our husbands, our wives, our children, our co-workers? Are we talking to them like we are a son or daughter of God? Talking to another son or daughter of God? If we could remember who we are, then we will remember who everyone else is, and we will talk to them to the way that Jesus would talk to them and not accuse or judge them by the words that we speak. So just like Justin said, that Jesus on our shoulder, that Jesus filter. So practice telling yourselves who you are throughout the day. And remember who everyone else is too. Pay attention to those thoughts. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, if anybody has any questions or thoughts or comments or anything you want us to talk more about or anything you want us to talk new about, please send us an email at thechristcenteredcouple at gmail.com. And of course, you can visit our website at thechristcenteredcouple.com. And we look forward to chatting with you next week. So until then, keep practicing, folks, forgiving everyone for everything, every day, right away. Bye-bye.